Hello, beautiful people. This is Alice, and this is Protected Glow, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thanks for pressing play. I'm back, you guys, with another podcast. I have been trying to do this podcast for the last several weeks, but it's been so busy or, you know, just been lazy, really, if I want to be honest. And so today, after work, I was like, you know what? I'm going to push myself to get this podcast done one way or the other. So I came home did a quick workout, and I was like, you know what, it is time. So it's a perfect time, you know, for me right now, especially because it's raining outside, it's a bit quiet around here, so this is the perfect time, I think, for me to get this podcast done. So I just wanted to do a mid-year check-in with you guys. Uh, can't believe the end of July is almost near. What is today? Um, yeah, it's crazy, you know, so uh, here we are halfway to December and 2018 is getting ready to say goodbye. It's just it's crazy, you know, but um, I used to, I was thinking about something today and I was like, man, I used to start this podcast off um, with praying and I haven't done that in a while. So today I want to get that done real quick before we get started. I just want to say Heavenly Father, I thank you for allowing me to be here today to record this podcast and I just pray that um, the information that I'm bringing out to the world, uh, that it be for your glory and your glory alone. I pray it may help somebody in some way. Um, may you use my lips as an instrument to pour in what you want the people to hear. I thank you for this platform. Thank you for using me and, um, I give you thanks in advance. In your name I pray. Amen. Alright, just wanted to make sure I get that done because I haven't been doing that lately and I really want to start, you know, with a word of prayer because a lot of times um, when I do these podcasts, believe it or not, I'm a little nervous. Not as nervous as I used to be though, but you know, I just want to make sure that I'm helping somebody in some kind of way. So, I uh, just wanted to check in with y'all, let y'all know what's been going on with me and so if you follow me on Instagram, you will have already seen that I uh, posted an announcement last, or was it this weekend? Last weekend, that I am starting a new vegan lifestyle. Today is day eight, and I've been reading this book, The 30-Day Vegan Challenge. I forgot the name of the person that wrote it but if you want my Instagram you'll see it and stuff like that so I had that book in my library since like 2015 but I've never just read it and and something just snapped in me like last week Sunday I was at home and I just grabbed it and I was just like you know what like I'm gonna start, I'm gonna do this thing and with me like I'm an extremist I think to a point <laughs> by default because it's like either I'm all in or I'm not in at all. It's like either I give you 100% or I give you... Uh, hold on. Grab my... Alright. I was trying to grab my keyboard. Didn't want the recording to stop. So yeah, like I was saying, it's either I give whatever I'm doing 100% or I don't give it nothing at all. And so I found myself just being like tired, man. I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Like... I don't know, I'm just done with meat. I mean, I've ate meat my whole life, so it's like, I don't feel like I was missing anything. I know how it tastes or whatever. But 
I have to just convince my mind that, you know, that the hard part for me was convincing my mind. So today has been day eight since I started that. And it's been, I, I don't know how to describe it really. So far, I can say that I feel happier, as weird as that sound, but I feel happy. I don't feel like, you know, my hormones are all over the place like they used to be. Like, I used to be, you know, happy and sad and mad, but like, I just feel like, like I can think clearer. For me, every time I do this, like, no meat eating thing. Which is, this is not my first time, by the way, folks, that I've tried to go, to go vegan. Like, this is not my first time. But I don't know how to give up, so here I am again. So, but every time I do it, I just feel like I'm closer to God. Like, I just, I don't know. <laughs> that might sound a little weird, but I just feel like I'm a little bit closer to God. Like, I feel clean, man. I feel like, you know, because for, as someone that's, that, someone like me that's, that's, came from a, a carnivore family and you know my husband's a carnivore my you know my kids they they eat meat or whatever and I did at one point it's like you know we make meat the star player of the game right like everything else is like the runner-ups like meat is the star of the show and the rice and whatever else you put on our plates, the beans, the vegetables, are like, like it's background singers in a way, you know? And I was like, man, for a long time, we, well, I, this, this is my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. This is just my opinion. Um, for such a long time, it was just like, if somebody would give me a plate of food and there was no meat in it, I was like, okay, so, like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I'm not eating this. You know, like, Especially he was the who put up with a man, he had to You know, Pumuna is a special man, So, you know, like, one thing that I've noticed though is that like I don't like the first couple of days I was trying to sleep or whatever and it was hard because my body was just like what's going on like you know like all of a sudden I just I'm telling you it was like it was like an instant like I just snapped I just snapped and I was just like I'm done I'm done I'm done with meat I'm done 
you know? And so I did that or whatever. And yeah, for the last couple, I think it had to do with like, I started this vegan thing while I was sick too. Like if you follow me on Instagram, I, I told you guys that I had a flu, not a flu, I had strep throat. So I don't know if it was because I had a strep throat and I lost my appetite Couple with the fact that I wasn't eating like I like I switched my diet while I was sick So I wasn't sure if like both of those things were working against me if it was just like me being sick I didn't, I didn't know if I was feeling the headache from being sick or feeling a headache from not eating All the nutrients that I used to which I make it up for with vegetables and stuff like that or with beans and stuff like that so I'm not really missing nothing or with oatmeal and you know all that good stuff so so far it's been pretty it's been pretty good you know I feel good and I feel good and I just worked out for the first time since I started too and I noticed one thing today like normally when I would work out I would stop in between my workouts and get some water and stuff like that but today I didn't like I did a 40 was it a 45 or 30 minute workout 45 minute, maybe it was a 30 to 45 minute workout, I'm not sure. But I did that and I did not stop one time, y'all. I was just like, where all this energy coming from? Like, is this me? What's happening? So I was just like going and going. I was like, go, Alice. Like, you go, girl. Do you, boo. You know? So I was proud of myself. Pat, pat on my back. Mm-hmm, okay. All right, and the other thing I wanted to um, bring to y'all's attention I started keeping a gratefulness log and the reason why I started doing that was because I'm trying very hard to watch what I see, what I hear, what I do, what I say and I realized more than anything this year the power of my words and the effect that it has on me and the people around me. And so, I wanted to see what would happen if I, hmm, not stop being negative, because I think there's a little bit of negativity in all of us, but I wanted to see what would happen if I would speak more life instead of death. You know, when I say that, I, I'm talking about how I felt, I, I wanted to experiment on what it would be like to be more positive than negative. For the most part, I'm a positive person, but there's part of me too that can be very negative at times, and that's what I battle with a lot, you know, um, is trying to balance that. And so I wanted to do a project on myself on what would happen if I would just start keeping a gratefulness log. And instead of complaining, like what would happen if I just started like thanking God every single day that I woke up for whatever blessing he brought my way. And I noticed a changed, uh, not changed, but a change in me. I noticed like I was more calm. I became more, I thought more before I spoke, you know. I And I was, I'm very careful with my words and, and I'm very careful on what I say and some people don't notice but this is like a side note it has nothing to do with my gratefulness log but 
Maybe it does because I'm really trying to protect my air gate and my mouth gate and my eye gate. You know, I'm trying to protect a lot of the things I hear, see, and say by not indulging in certain activities, you know, by not indulging in the gossip club. And especially at work, man, I battle like with work and stuff where, you know, you work with a group of people, women especially, that just love to gossip. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, like, Lord, help me not to be a, be a part of that. I mean, it's one thing to try to maybe mingle with people at work and, you know, just try to feel like you're part of the team or whatever. But then it's one thing to do things to try to fit in. And sometimes for me, like, work feels like the high school. And I say it respectfully. I'm talking about the people that, to me, it seems like it's like, they talk about petty stuff, like how certain cliques will talk in high school about, you know what I'm saying, the girl next to them or the girl across the table or whatever. That's how I feel like it is at work. Like, we have these little cliques, you know, people try to make up these little cliques of, like, this is the cool crowd and this is the, you know, boss's favorite or this is the hard worker, this is the lazy ones. Like, and I'm like, you know what, like, we all, honestly, when you're working with somebody or you're working for someone, we're really working on a dream, you know, so I don't want to just all be a part of the dream and make it work or whatever. And so I was sitting at work one day just watching. I noticed a group of women that were just talking bad about another woman. And I was just like, wow, really? You know? And I, I was watching it for a minute because it was talking about this lady, just talking about her. And in the minute she walked into the room, their demeanor changed, you know. They were just like, hey, you know, hi, being all nice or whatever and laughing with this lady. And I'm like, but y'all was just talking about her a few minutes ago, like, like it ain't nothing. And now y'all want to laugh in her face and I start to think. Whoa, let me back up, man. Because what they say about me when I walk away. Not that I really care, because I'm at the point in my life now where <laughs> you get to a certain age, people, and you just you just really start out to care about like petty stuff, like stupid stuff. I really I like, don't have time for it. I really don't. And then so I found myself like just observing, you know, and wondering like what what makes gossip so delicious to people. Now, don't get me wrong, like, there was once upon a time where I used to like a little bit of gossip, too, and like, ooh, girl, and yeah, and I even did it with family members or friends and stuff like that, and then I realized, you know, I got to thinking, like, why would somebody find pleasure in someone else's misery? Because you never know when it will be your turn. Like, you could be the topic at hand. You could be the person that everyone's talking about. You know what I'm saying? So why would you find pleasure in being the topic of somebody else's misery? Like, I never understood that, you know? And so, 
back to my gratefulness log, and that's the reason, one of the reasons why I want to keep my, my mind focused or whatever. I was just like, let me write a gratefulness log. And I want to read this to you guys. So every day I wake up, if when my eyes, once I go to sleep and I open my eyes, I go to the kitchen and I make breakfast. And then what I do is I grab my little gratefulness notebook is what I call it. And it's not very big. It's like a small size notebook. And I start off, I would write down the day and then I put gratefulness log and I was, you know, I started by saying God today. Like, for example, I wrote on June 29th, I said, God today, I want to thank you for the breath in my lungs, number one. Number two, my hands that can write without shake or pain. Number three, my brain with the ability to function properly. My kids who I will get to see today. My husband, who as a black man is not behind bars today, but is at work making a decent living. My mother, who I got to speak with this morning, driving my car to work safe and sound. A place to make money to pay my bills. My sight, hearing, all five senses. My vision and willingness to live the life you created for me. And so I find that with writing a gratefulness log, it just makes you think about all of the things that God is doing for you on a day-to-day -day basis, on an hourly, on a minute-by-minute, minute, and on a second-by-second. Like if you want to go deeper, you can just go second-by-second second and just think of everything that God does for you on a daily basis. It will make you, like you have no other option, no other choice, but to become so humble and grateful that God would just protect you in such a way, you know, like if we stop and think about the, the accident that God has saved us from, if we stop and think about, you know, the food on our table, the, the clothes on our backs, the shoes on our feet, the ability to walk, I mean, the ability for us to talk and see, the ability to use a phone and, or use our fingers, like, I mean, it just makes me think of God in such a supernatural way and it was just and it just oh my it's mind blowing to know that God loves me you so much like wow like all the blessings that he has bestowed upon us like why do we like where would we even have room to complain you know so doing that every day just makes me more grateful more humble when I look at my children differently and I look at my family differently, you know, and I'm just like, these are blessings sent from God. Like, I didn't have to, you know, have all these blessings. Like, they didn't have to be here with me. And just, I mean, it just, yeah, it just makes me more happy, more thankful to even be a part of this planet. So, that's why I keep a gratefulness log, just to thank God for, for all the things that he's doing, you know. And also... I'm learning to how to like lower my expectations of what I want others to be. You know, and when I say that, like it doesn't mean that I'm going to like lower my expectations and exchange for like mediocrity. No, I'm talking about like it means like I'll stop giving my time, energy, and expectations to people, places, and things that bring me no value or growth. And see, sometimes, like, the problem with expectations for me is that it will have you 
missing the mark. Like sometimes when we put so much expectations on someone or something, we we lose or we forget or we are blinded by the very blessing that sits in front of us because we're too busy with our own agendas, right? Or we're too busy expecting more that we forget to be thankful and grateful for the very gift that we have been given. And so I'm learning how not to be so expecting of other people and how not to um, sort of put people on this pedestal, you know, and realize that they're human and we all fall short of God's grace and mercy and stuff like that. And I'm also learning how to um, be honest with my reality or if I don't like my reality, I'm trying, I'm learning how to fix that in a way to, that would bring me happiness, you know, because I think we all have the power to change our um, our thinking, we all have the power to change our our environment. We all have the power to to change our expectations. And that no one person is gifted. I don't think God put a gift in just one person. I think we all can be gifted, and that we all are gifted if we just tap into whatever it is in us that makes us great. You understand? And so for a lot of people that they missed the mark because, um, and I had to struggle a long time with understanding that with me, especially where I feel like um, God has put so much blessings in my life or he's gifted me with so many different abilities that I used to be afraid to like, oh my gosh, what would somebody think if I grab the mic and start talking or what would somebody think if I started, you know, um, blogging about my style or whatever, what would somebody think? If I did this, if I did that, and I realized like I was stopping my, like I was stunting my growth because of wondering what others might think or trying to um, expect something from somebody that wasn't even really there in the first place. You understand? And so when I say I'm learning how to lower my expectations um, to be happy, it's really me being grateful for the present moment and being grateful for the gifts, being grateful for what I see in the now instead of putting all these thoughts on it to make it what it's really not, you know? And so I'm learning that too, most of all, like in my relationships where I, you know, I have this thing in my head of what I think the relationship should be or what it should look like and um, afraid of, messing up or for a long time I struggled with thinking there was a such a thing as a perfect relationship and I know that now to to not be true because there is no such thing as a perfect relationship you're gonna have ups and downs but I think for me for a long time I didn't like the ups and downs I didn't want to believe the ups and downs and so I want everything to be smooth sailing like all the time and then I realized I can't expect that in a relationship because I myself am not that consistent. So why would I expect that of someone else? You understand? Like, um, we all have bumps on the roads. We all have we all have hills and valleys and and mountains that we climb. So with anything, as far as a relationship is concerned, you're gonna have those hiccups. You're gonna have those bumps. Um, even with your family member or with your friend or with your child, you know, or with your significant other. 
or whatever, whomever you're in communication with, there's always going to be that friction. And if you can just maybe stop to be thankful that you have that person in your life to begin with, I think it will lower your expectations of who and what you want them to be. And that's where the happiness comes from because you then become grateful for that person as opposed to wanting that, to change that person or wanting to impose your views or your opinions or your thoughts into making that person who you want them to be. And so when I stop doing that, I, I enjoy people's presence a lot more. And then I start to look at them from like a, a God perspective. And when I say God's perspective, I start looking at them like how God looks at me, you know, with so much compassion and so much mercy and so much grace, you know, and so much forgiveness and favor. And I start looking at other people that way. And then it makes me value them more because I realize that the same God that died for me also died for them too. And the same God that saved me saves them. And the same God that forgives me forgives them. And so why can't I do that just for somebody else that I say I care about or I love, you know? And so it brings, it, it just warms my heart when I do that. And it makes me a lot more happier because I'm like, wow, like we're, we all are in this together. We're all fighting the same fight, no matter how we look, no matter how different we think we are. We're all fighting the same fight called life, trying to make sure we make it every single day that we wake up. And so... Those are the, that's where I'm at right now mentally, you know, that's where my mind is and I'm just, and it just amazes me to see my growth and to see um, the level of patience that God has for me and allow me to even get to where I'm at mentally and, and maturely, you know, because for such a long time I was just so immature. I feel like in my growth I was very immature in my feelings, not knowing how to sort them out, you know, I would lash out, I would not talk or not speak or just cut people off and and i have this thing too with cutting people off like i'm also at a stage in my life where i don't have a problem dismissing people out of my life i don't i never you know really really deeply had a problem with that i think secretly i wish it was different you know i wish that person was was different in some sort of way so we can make it work but as far as like just dismissing them out of my life, like I have no, no issue with that, you know. And there are certain people in my life that I don't talk to or I don't want in my life simply because I, I'm, I really, really um, cherish my peace of mind. Because I know what can happen when it goes to the left, you understand. So, and then knowing that I fought to be where I am mentally, like knowing that I fought and I paid the price to be where I am, I don't have a problem just dismissing somebody out of my life that's not adding to my growth. And, you know, sometimes my, my family members or whatever, my mom, whatever, would be like, man, you're just so easy to let people go. And I'm like, yeah, if, if this person is not adding to my growth, like, why would I need them around? And, and I've learned to how to not waste time trying to explain to people that you you're not who they want you to be or you're not who you used to be you understand like there was a point in time where i would sit down with somebody had no problem you know what i'm saying sitting down gossiping or whatever i had no problem sitting down with somebody and just laughing at somebody else's pain you know and i had no problem with sitting down with somebody and just talking about nothing just wasting time 
But now that I understand the value of time and I see, um, you know, what happens when, when God says it's time, you know, when God takes somebody that you love away, it really makes you um, look at life from a different perspective. And so my emotional and mental clarity is important to me that I'm willing to sacrifice relationships. I'm willing to sacrifice friendships. Like I'm willing to sacrifice, you know, some family members that are not moving in the same direction as me. Like I have no problem with that because you have to come to a point in your life where you choose, you know, it's like, are you going to choose to grow in the way that works for you? Because sometimes people want you to grow in the way that works for them. And it's like, that's, that's your idea of how you want me to grow. That doesn't work for me. You understand? Like you're comfortable with wanting to see me grow that way, but I'm not. And you know, and so I have also to learn how to not even answer people sometimes when they ask me certain questions. Like I just, I've learned how to just shut, shut up. Cause I don't always have to have an answer for everything, you know? And so I, I've learned that too along the way where I have to respond to any, everybody all the time. I don't have to answer your questions. And I even don't know this about me, but this other thing that I, I don't like is like, I don't like talking on my phone. Most people don't know that because it's like, they call and I pick up or whatever. But I don't like being on the phone. I don't know why. I just don't like sitting there talking, especially if I'm just talking about nothing. Like, ain't nothing wrong with you calling somebody and just like, hey, you know, how you doing, whatever, what's up, how, how's it been? No, that's fine. You know, I want you want to hear your voice, I want to tell you. That's all good. But just being on the phone with somebody and just talking for hours, like, I can't, I can't. But I don't know how to tell people that call me not to call me. Like, I don't know how to tell them that. I, <laughs> it sounds funny, but I really don't know how to be like, ah, I don't remember your call. All right, call me back. Like, I prefer a text message for because I feel like text messaging is so fast and it's like straight to the point. Like, hey, you know, whatever, what you doing, boom, okay, nothing. Or like, hey, you, do you have such and such, whatever. Like, I feel text messages are so much faster, but just to be on the phone with people, I just, I don't know. I'm working on that, though. I'm working on how I like to not answer my phone and not feel obligated to answer my phone. I mean, unless it's an emergency. But I always tell my mom, like, when you have an emergency, like, please don't call me. Like, I cannot help you. Your options are to call 911. Like, I told my mom, like, if you have an emergency and you call me, like, what am I going to do for you? I can't, especially when we don't even live that close anymore. It's like, what, what am I going to do for you? I can't do nothing. So your best bet is to dial 911. And she laughs at me and calls me crazy or whatever. But it's true. Like, call me, like, after the fact. It's going to sound selfish, but just call me like, okay, you know what? I This has happened to me. I'm, I'm in the hospital or whatever. Here I am. And then I come. But I can't really do nothing for you when you call me. So, like, why are you calling me at an emergency? I'm not the police. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. Like, I can't help you. It sounds selfish, but I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. I just wanted to just check in with you guys and just to let you know what's going on with me. And um, just uh, um, excited about a few new things that are happening. Can't wait to share them with you when it does. So I'm excited about that. And uh, also, I got a photo shoot coming up soon in the next couple months. So I'm going to have to show you guys those as well. I need to update my blog. And uh, your girl is out here. You know, I'm just 
I'm working, I'm happy, I'm, I'm thankful, I'm grateful, you know, and uh, God's been good to me, I really can't complain, I really can't, despite whatever situation I'm in, or despite how it looks, I just know that at the end, like, God's gonna get the glory out of this one way or the other, like, he's gonna get the glory out of my story one way or the other, so I, I think that's what helps me to wake up every morning, to know that I'm still in the will of God, and to know that God still got me, and to know that whatever way he switches my story up, like, that's the way it's supposed to be, and he's still God, and ain't nothing nobody can do about it. So I just hope that you guys are doing well, and just so, uh, also, if you have any questions for me, don't forget to write me, protectyourglow at gmail.com, I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. And uh, as always, you can catch me on social media from time to time. I am at, uh, I, I think I changed my Instagram uh, handle. Yeah, it is now at Alice, M-A-R-E-U-S, Alice Marius. It is A-L-I-C-E-M-A-R-E-U-S. You can follow me there. Or you can catch me on Facebook. I'm at Protect Your Glow. And on my website, www.protectyourglow.com. Thank you guys so much for pressing the play button. I'm wishing you peace, love, and light. God bless. Bye.